Hey, MB. So quick question for you. In your entire life, have you ever had moments of feeling somewhat lost? Yes. Okay. Okay. What about, have you ever felt perhaps like too much choice, maybe overwhelmed with decision that seems like you can't get to your goals yet? Double yes. Double yes. What about, oh man, think about this one. Did you ever feel like you took a hard wrong turn? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. I think we're talking about our 20s. We've been there. We've been there. We felt all of this and we felt more and we created something for you. We created something for us. You guys, our online program, Seven Weeks to Bliss, not six, not eight, seven weeks. It integrates all of MB and my favorite tools to really actually feel empowered to make a decision, to get into our bodies and really get clear and design a life that really rocks our bliss. Join us this September for Seven Weeks to Bliss to intentionally carve out time for you. We are talking 90 minutes a week with the call and homework because you deserve it. It's so true. It's so true. We're like, oh, I'll do it later, but you won't. The time is now to really ask yourself, you guys, those real questions. And here's the thing. Don't let the questions linger. Allow yourself to answer them. Answer the big questions that you're wondering with the guidance and the delivery of our bliss tools to really support you in a radical community of women. During these transformational seven weeks, you'll receive a newly edited and updated seven weeks to bliss workbook, weekly videos, access to our private Facebook community, weekly calls with us, yoga practices, playlists, and more. So if you're ready, which we know you are, but check, you really go through your calendar, ask yourself, can I carve out 90 minutes for me? It's a commitment. And we do want you to finish. The last week is trust week. You got to make it to trust week. And so the registration is open now and we start September 4th. Let's go back to bliss school together. Welcome everyone. Hope you're having a great day. We have an incredible guest for you today. So go ahead and stand up and grab your journal and pen. We'll wait for you. Just press pause. Okay, welcome back. So we have Ashley Tracy from Soul Centered Astrology. She is the founder and the main astrologist, our Rock Your Bliss astrologist. She has our birth charts in front of her. I met Ashley here in Colorado at a wellness event. I sat down with her for about 12 minutes, and I think I probably fell out of the proverbial chair thrice. So she is here to rock you with star knowledge. Both MB and I have worked with her. Ashley, come on, introduce yourself. Tell them all about who you are, and we'll get started. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jackie and Mary Beth for having me here. Um, Yeah. So astrology is my jam. It is my calling and um, it's part of the work that I do in helping people live more holistically, like more in their wholeness and um, really feeling like there's an empowerment piece to it. And really my purpose is to make sure that we're removing the mystery of astrology because there's so much stuff out there um, that we read, that we see on social media, that we hear. And so I really want to make sure that it's understandable and people realize that there's a deeper dimension to our experiences and that astrology plays a role. And so the work that I do is really uh, working one-on-one with clients, uh, workshops, and also um, having a community that's accessible to a lot of people. So 
it's tying in astrology and it's tying in wellness, which are two of my um, backgrounds. And so it's something that's really, you know, part of who I am. Amazing. We are so excited to have you. And honestly, just hearing your voice puts me at ease. Ever since our session, I'm like, you have so much wisdom and excited for our listeners to get to experience that. So our first question, which we ask every Bliss Crafter and podcast guest is, what does Bliss mean to you? Okay. Bliss means to me, uh, it means conscious connection. That's really, you know, when I feel in the flow, in Bliss, I'm consciously connecting to myself, to other people, to nature, to the cosmos, whatever it is. It's when I really feel that my energy is exchanging with something else and I'm consciously there in that moment makes me feel alive and feeds my soul. And I know when I'm not, I know when my connections are more unconscious, I'm not really fully present. And so really just feeding off of the people that I meet and the places that I go and the experiences that I have make me feel pure bliss. Mm. When did you last feel this? Gosh, you know, I feel it. I would say almost every day, it's more like tapping into it. And it's like right now I feel it when just connecting with the two of you ladies and just kind of feeling in flow with everything, you know, and Mm. that, that truly is kind of, what I mean by conscious connection or when I'm with my dogs, you know, and laying down and just like cuddling and and that's, or with my husband and just like sitting there, you know, having a conversation. That's that to me is that conscious connection. Mm, I love that. I love some alliteration too. conscious connection. Mary Beth and I talk a lot in our programming about conscious calendaring with your values. And I'm realizing as you're talking, like there's so many times we can be somewhere I can be changing my child's diaper. I can be standing in the line at the coffee shop, but I'm not really there. So I really love that reminder of conscious connection to really be in the connection versus standing there and in 80 places at once, if you will. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of like grounding with that comes with that, right? You know, and being so yes. much air and fire that I am, it's been a lot of work to really understand what it means to, to mm-hmm. really be in that moment. Yes. That's what I want to ask you. Okay. Let's get started. Everybody's like, okay, okay. Get to the stars. Here we go. So I want to start with the basics and I think we should all share our signs. I think this would be kind of fun. Ash though, Mm. I feel I started, you know, always looking at my sun sign. And as I've been doing work with you, I really recognize the dynamicness when I know not only my sun sign, but my moon sign and my rising sign. So can you explain like basics of those three. And I think it'd be fun if we all shared ours. Yeah. Oh, love it. Yes, of course. So our sun sign is what we all typically know when we read a horoscope or when we say, what's your sign? Because it has to do with the solar movement through the constellations in the Zodiac, in the cosmos um, each month. And so for example, the sun is our identity. So when we look at the psychosocial aspect of it, the sun is how we shine out into the world. It's really what we lead with. And the moon, the moon we can actually see all the time, right? Like last night we had our um, lunar eclipse in the sign of Capricorn, and we can see that the moon is full. The moon for us on a psychological level relates to our inner world our subconscious mind, what we really don't lead with oftentimes that we keep hidden. It's how we react emotionally. It's 
um, related to kind of memories that we hold within our inner world. And so that is something that correlates more so of inner processing versus our sun is outward. So if you were to think of like those luminaries, the sun being more extroverted and the moon being more introverted in a sense. Uh, Hmm. And then your rising sign was actually the sign that was on the Eastern horizon when you were born. And so this is where time really matters when we're looking at astrology. So to be very specific, the rising sign sets the tone for what is known as your birth chart or your natal chart. And that's where um, you can kind of pull it up online for free or an astrologer makes a birth chart for you. The rising sign sets the tone of where the planets land within the houses. But on an everyday level, the rising sign is like the mask you wear when dealing with society. It's like your social mask. Mm-hmm. It's your social personality. It's how other people perceive you. So it's different than your sun, which is what you know you're shining out. Mm-hmm. But your rising sign is really what people pick up on a lot of when they meet you. And um, in the type of astrology that I do, that I call soul-centered astrology, I often say that the rising sign is the personality traits that you're developing through life. And it'll be the sign you'll be born into your next life as your sun sign. Wait, what? Your, your yeah. moon sign you're going to be born into? You're, you're, rising, no, rising. you're rising. Oh, thank God. My moon, dri- <laughs> my moon drives me batty. <laughs> you guys, that's the most LA sentence I've ever uttered, perhaps. Totally. My Overheard moon drives LA. me batty. Oh my God. You're, wel- you're welcome over here in LA. Yeah. And let me tell you, Mary Beth, your moon is my sun sign. Oh, but I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great in other people, but I drive myself nuts. Oh, trust me. I 100% get it because it's an air. (laughs) So my sun sign is Libra, which is an air element sign. And Mm -hmm. air is very much in the mental cerebral realm. So yes, it drives me crazy too. Um, And then I am an air sign as well, y'all. My air sign is my sun. Makes sense. Wait, let's all say it before this gets too confusing. Let's say what our signs are. Okay. So sun... So sun in Libra, moon in Sagittarius, rising Aquarius. <gasps> okay. I, wait, I'm sun Aquarius, yes. rising Sag, and, yes. oh, that's short, short for Sagittarius, y'all. And <laughs> my moon is a cancer, so I'm an emotional shit show, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my sun is a Virgo, which we all know because I talk about it all the time. My rising is a Leo, and my moon is a Libra. Yes. Yes. Wow. And so when you look at, so in astrology, the first thing that really helps you understand the psychosocial element of it is the, the alchemy. So earth, water, air, fire. So those four elements make up all of the zodiac signs. So for example, air signs would be Libra, Sagittarius, Gemini. Fire signs would be Leo, Sagittarius, Aries. Earth signs would be Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. And water would be Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Mm. And I'm really compatible with water, but I don't have any. Well, (laughs) you do have some water. (laughs) Um, but it's interesting because oftentimes when you look at a birth chart, there's an element that's typically lacking or an element that would be in more of abundance, or some people have a really well-balanced elemental makeup 
of their chart. And that's what really makes us different, you know, and the element piece is just one tiny piece of the puzzle, but it's easy to relate to because there's things that we're pretty aware of. We understand kind of the symbol for water and water being emotional and being very sensitive. And mm-hmm. that's where Jackie's cancer moon comes in, you know? So oh, it does it. Yeah. It and does. oftentimes if someone has cancer moon and I, I told Jackie this in her session, I'm like, you're so attuned to the actual lunar transits that are happening around you because the moon rules the sign of cancer and water is very much connected to that inner world mm-hmm. when we're talking about mm-hmm. the element piece. So I mentioned also air being connected to the cerebral. So if you were to look at the physical body, air would be the mind and the mouth. So it's like where I think I then express. So verbally, but I also mm. can just process mentally. And then water as we move down would be the heart. And then fire would be like the gut, the solar plexus area. And then earth would be the root. So it's very much like connected to that piece. And so oftentimes we all feel things differently depending upon or experience them differently depending upon, you know, mm. our makeup of the zodiac signs. Oh yeah. Wow. That's a really cool perspective. Jackie, That's I can so hear cool. you taking notes. <laughs> I, you can. I, I am. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. So, so Ashley, if my mother, Linda LaRue is tuning in, which she is. Hi mom. Hi. Um, I have no doubt at this moment she's going, what? <laughs> right. So, so traditionally, even before, I think I don't know, a few years ago, I did my first birth chart reading with Chani Nicholas. And before that, I saw my horoscope as what was written in the newspaper, right? I just looked at my birth date. I knew I was a Virgo. I read it. Sometimes it resonated. Sometimes it didn't. So for someone who's brand new to this world and perhaps a bit skeptical, um, what would the first step be for them to have their chart read? And what kind of chart you know, like, I think there's, there's different readings, right? There's like Vedic. Mm -hmm. And can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So there are different styles of astrology out there and every astrologer reads very differently, you know, and it's just really how it resonates. It's really how the birth chart speaks to them. It's reading this like ancient language. And for, to start, I would say, if you're someone who reads the general horoscope that we see posted in, you know, a magazine or online, understanding that that's pretty general to that sign that it's not specific to you. To go a little deeper, the the first thing you would do before getting a reading is figure out your birth time. And I know that's something that may be difficult for some individuals, but there are resources out there uh, that you can find your birth chart uh, or sometimes ask your parents for different records or things along those lines or get state records or hospital records. Uh, For some of us that were born in the 80s, it's really hard to find some of that information because it was all paper back then, but now it's more electronic. Uh, But there are records, and so that would be the first. And if you can't find your birth time, you won't know it, and that's okay. Most astrologers are able to figure it out with you based on sitting down and going over life experiences that you had and kind of retroactively determining what it may be. And so that is um, one way to get started. So let's say you do have your birth time. You can pull up your own free chart online. You can find an astrologer to work with. And that's going to be very specific to you because I often tell people that it doesn't matter if you were born on the same day as somebody, you're going to have 
different uh, experiences in life, different chart uh, placements of the planets. And so to start off, I would say is finding out your time, finding out, um, you know, if you want to do this on your own or work with an astrologer and the difference between going deeper into your personal astrology of looking at your birth chart versus reading a common horoscope is this will be specific to you, everything about it, um, down to every geometric angle that the planets make the time that you were born at that exact moment is specific to you and is not the same as someone else. Hmm. Did that make sense? I know sometimes, sometimes it's really hard when, you know, it's very like technical language and, and making sure that we can keep it pretty grounded and and relatable. That's what you're so great at though. And you guys, I mean, I've talked about on the podcast before, I'm a questioner, I'm skeptical. Like having had my chart read to me was, it was like having my diary read to me, right? Like all of these things um, that either I hadn't realized about myself, but just felt so true. Don't you agree, Jackie? It's such a crazy experience. Oh yeah. I'm an obliger. So whatever Ashley said, I would do like, that's the hard thing. So you guys got to be wary of who you choose to work with, whether you're MB questioning or you're me who's like, okay, so where's Jupiter? And are you sure Mary Beth and I should be friends? (laughs) Oh, is that what you're asking her? (laughs) No, I think that's a good question though. Ashley, share, like you were talking about the alchemy of your own signs and you know, Mary Beth and I, have all these apps and we're like, Hey, this says we shouldn't be friends. <laughs> we're like, you, on, according to the apps, we should be enemies and we're so incompatible, which is hilarious. Which is how, which we, is how started. we started. Yes. It's yep. how we started. But Ash has told us differently. So Ashley, like when yes. you see, I was of course like circling my signs and Mary Beth's signs as we were sharing. I think it's so you guys, I geek out over the nature elements. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm air, water, and fire. I could really use some earth in my life. I get it. And I just think these are cool life tips. So for me and MB, like, Ash, what do you see? I think that's cool compatibility-wise. Like, what are we really great together at? I'm... I remember when I first started talking to you both, I said, oh, you guys have a sun moon match. And you're like, what? Um, And so I often tell people that when you look at, think of, I talked about the sun being your identity, what you shine out into the world, and then your moon being your inner world, what you don't show people. Some of the best friendships, best relationships, best connections are when someone's sun sign really kind of resonates with someone's moon sign. And so for example, your sun in Aquarius, Jackie, is air and Mary Beth's moon is in Libra, which is air. So that they kind of connect in this way of what outwardly Jackie's putting out there. Mary Beth, you kind of are taking in and you understand on an, on an inner processing of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's, and oftentimes we wouldn't want the same elements in the same kind of makeup in our charts to be exactly the same when we're talking about partnerships we want differences because we want compliments. We want people that help us grow. And that's mm. really the important piece of all of astrology is understanding that life is a lesson of growth. It's really our purpose is to grow and evolve. Mm-hmm. And the people that we connect with and the experiences that we have are all about just growth and evolution. Mm. And you know, Jackie, what you said earlier about you know making sure you pick the right person 
I always tell people what astrology is not is I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen in your life. Mm. I'm going to just bring this tool of awareness to empower you to navigate life. Could you though? And that's <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. like if I showed up at your house, <laughs> force you, could you tell me? <laughs> I mean, I could tell you, I always say it's like, I can tell you when certain energies align Right. That it would be a good, it would be a great time to do something. Um, <laughs> like Harry Potter. Oh my God. And, yeah. And there's just like, you know, and the type of astrology that I do goes a little bit deeper than just kind of our everyday reality. So um, as you guys know, I touch a lot on the karmic piece of astrology that we look at what your past lives may have been like that things that you carry over into this lifetime and how to kind of work through all of that and, and, you know, live your path, live your purpose. And that's my jam is the karmic piece. And, and I really love um, diving into that. It's like, when I see someone's chart, it's like, I see stories play out in my, in my mind of what exactly, you know, karmically maybe being carried over just by looking at the nodal placements and planetary placements in someone's chart, which is really cool. And you both have the the same kind of nodal arrangement, which the nodes, the lunar nodes to explain that, because you're like, what the hell is that? Lunar, lunar nodes are mathematical points around the moon. And they correlate from an evolutionary um, astrology standpoint to our past karma and our future destiny. And the, South node, you both have a south node in Sag and a north node in Gemini. So no wonder why, you know, Gemini being air, no wonder why a big part of your purpose is to share and express what you have learned and help other people. Mm. So cool. It's I so love too. cool. It is so cool. And I loved how you've said to me before, because sometimes I've seen stuff and I get like, it's like if I read a review of a movie or a restaurant before I go there, I can't get it out of my head. And mm-hmm. I sometimes have felt that way with astrology, like, oh, this is coming up, so I'm kind of doomed. And instead, you've helped me understand that it's just working with certain energies. And so like the last couple months, maybe being a little quieter, taking some time to go inward, not trying to make a bunch of stuff happen that's been so helpful and not making myself wrong. Just knowing that stuff is occurring and stuff is occurring around me and within me and not fight it as much. Yeah. And, you know, I think a big piece with that is to not be afraid of anything and not be afraid of astrology, which I see oftentimes Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. we were talking about before we started this with the Mercury retrograde, Um, just, everybody fearing like, oh gosh, something bad's going to happen and realizing, and I often say this to people is there's no positive or negative in astrology. There's just light and shadow and you can't have light without shadow, you know, and we grow through the, the dark periods so we can really truly shine. And so it's shifting our perspective as that astrology is not doom and gloom, like, oh gosh, this is happening. I have to go like retrieve into a cave and like not interact with people, but okay. I'm just aware that this is going on and aware that there may be some delays or setbacks. And I'm just going to like learn to go with the flow of it and just trust that because I'm aware of what's going on, it's going to be easier for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love that with Mercury retrograde because as soon as it's like coming, you'll see everybody. Mercury's coming. There's every <laughs> meme about Merc. And I love how you have really allowed perspective and like, okay, great. This can be gloom and doom craziness or, and I love following your Instagram for this. It's a place to reflect or a place to ask yourself, uh, are there patterns to release? What's being um, shifted and, and perhaps turned upside down for you to see differently? And I think for a while I was like, oh, I'm out of the game or, oh, you guys, I love blaming Mercury. You should have heard me yesterday. Effing Mercury, and it's fun. You guys, her, her name on the podcast right now because we can see each other is Mercury. Come on, so yes, she does. Just working. I was just asking Mercury to keep it real during our tech here of recording, and yet, you know, I think yeah. a lot of people, they like you said, they can take it to a crazy level, and allowing yourself to, like you said, like I wrote this down allow it to support you in navigation of your choices and your decision and your energy. I think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's truly how I live my life is, you know, cause it, I mean, people will ask me, you know, like, what are you doing? And, you know, that's where the community that I created, the cosmic soul community has come in. It's like, I want to share the tools that an actual astrologer uses every day. Yes. I'm aware of what's happening with the moon. Yes. I'm aware of kind of what's going on but I don't grasp it so tight that it's creating anxiety in my life. Mm. And I really just have to learn to flow with it and understand. And with all of my air element that I have, anxiety is something that oftentimes air signs are really susceptible to because everything is rumination in this kind of cerebral space. And so there's, there's understanding ourselves through our personal astrology. So understanding even just our sun, moon and rising and what makes us individual in that sense helps me understand that I know with my two air and fire and all of my chart is pretty much air and fire that I know what I'm prone to doing. And so it's working with that and understanding what's best for me. Uh, Same thing with meditation lacking earth in my chart. Meditation was really hard for me when I first started and I would get really frustrated and I would say, Oh my gosh, why can't I get out of my mind? And then just understanding, okay, how can I work with this? So mantras really help if you have a lot of air energy to get it out. Or if you have a lot of air and fire, um, to move your body, release the energy, then meditate or then find stillness. You don't have to do the traditional form of meditation. And for, cause meditation normally comes a lot easier for those who have a lot more earth and water in their chart, mm-hmm. especially earth, because it's the grounding energy comes natural. Mm. And, um, so it's just that that's where that level of just self-awareness comes in. And that's what I love using astrology for is that piece. And then using it to navigate every day and understanding, okay, this is what's happening today or this month. And, you know, just to explain the retrogrades a little bit more, because I often sometimes hear like, okay, what do you mean retrograde? Like, what exactly does that mean? So from the vantage point of earth, right? So from earth, if we're looking into the cosmos, all of the planets are going around the zodiac constellations in the sky, which is how we get our zodiac signs. And when a planet like Mercury rose retrograde, it appears to be moving backwards, but it actually isn't moving backwards. It just appears because its pattern of orbit is changing. And so what that means on how we're going to feel it 
is we're going to, instead of an extroverted outward expression of mercury, for all of us, we're going Mm. inward. We're slowing down. We're going inward. We're processing internally. And, you know, Mary Beth, like what we talked about, when someone's born with mercury, for example, retrograde in their birth chart, because it happens three times a year, it's common that someone is, um, like you are, going (laughs) through mercury retrograde, going through mercury retrograde right now in, in, in real life is actually much easier for them than someone with a direct mercury because going inward is easier. Yeah. It's more natural. It's part of your personality. It's something that you already process internally. So when you're looking at someone's natal birth chart um, for a retrograde planet, it's because naturally that internal expression of that planetary fundamental human need is internal. Mm. Oh my gosh. And then if it's, (laughs) and then when it's direct, it's more of an external expression. Mm. And how would that show up? So it'd be, you'd be extroverted. It would, or it would show up through experiences from outside of yourself, through other people, um, through something that happens outside of your inner world that then, you know, you're not normally used to processing inward. Let's say, for example, let's go back to Mercury. So Mary Beth having a Mercury retrograde, mm-hmm. Jackie having a Mercury direct. So Jackie, your Mercury is in Aquarius. Mary Beth, your Mercury is in Virgo retrograde. So processing, let's say something happens in life, right? And for Mary Beth, it's like, I need to go inward and process for Jackie, it's like, let's talk about it. <laughs> oh my God. No truer words have ever been spoken. Nailed it. <laughs> oh my God. And so, so there's. Talk about right there's, now. <laughs> right now. Like I need to get it out. Let's, let's really conceptualize this. I feel very seen. <laughs> and kind of get it naked going. in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> no one's fooled. <laughs> oh my God. That's so interesting. And, so, and that's, and that's just. That's just one planet, right? Like that's one thing you can look at that and understand that that's really kind of who make like makes up our individuality. Mm -hmm. That's so, it's just so cool. One thing you said to me, well, when, when did we do my chart? I feel like it was was like beginning of this year. In the spring. Right. In the spring. Okay. So Jackie bought me a session. Well, well, what you, so t- explain the two things. So there's the reading and then the year forecast, right? Yeah. So, so you did a, a year forecast is what Jackie bought me. And then I realized I was like, oh, I need a base. And so I ended up doing a two hour session with Ashley <laughs> that felt like no time at all. And I'm totally a clock watcher. And it was so unbelievable. And one thing she said to me that will stay with me for the rest of my life is that in this lifetime, I'm here to heal an addiction to certainty. Oh my God. I called Jackie afterwards. And I mean, especially, you know, where we've been with foster care and life in general. And it comes up for me all the time of seeing that. And I have to write about it, you know, go inward. I have to write about it mm-hmm. and practice, come back to it. Um, but that's just been so helpful to know about myself um, as I Thank move you. forward. I love, I, I love that. And just like what you said, you, another piece with doing a reading when you're talking about a personal reading, like reading your birth chart, it's not just all up in the air, Cosmo, like, you know, mystery 
there's actually tangible things that we can get from it. Like, for example, like you just said, knowing that when I internally process, I need to write things down, you know, and those are the tools that you can get from an astrological reading is understanding, okay, not only am I aware of this Mm -hmm. about myself, but what are some of the tools that I can use now that I I know this and, and to move forward? And, and sometimes I often say like, intuitively, we always know these things. It's just sometimes nice to have someone, you know, tell us like, okay, use these steps. It's mm. like coaching, yeah. you know, it's like Jackie, it's like you helping coach people. Totally. It's this, it's very much that same thing. It's just connecting to that piece mm-hmm. and not making yourself wrong for it. Yeah. Right. Like for so yeah. long, I made myself wrong for needing quiet time or, you know, my quirks, I guess. And now at almost 36, I feel like it's something I can celebrate. And with a reading, I hope you guys get to experience this, especially with Ashley, you feel so seen and supported. Like nothing you, I never felt like something you said was going to be like just hanging there. (laughs) Like, and (laughs) you're kind of effed. Yeah. You have this, you know, instead it's like, this is why, and this is how it plays into your life. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of, I don't know if I gave any background, but for me, how I got started in astrology was for my own healing. It's for me to just, I I was on a quest for answers as to why I experienced certain things in my life and to really, truly understand myself, to love myself and to move past it. Mm -hmm. And astrology has really been the most healing thing I've ever done for myself. And I just happened to understand it. Like this isn't my first time doing astrology. I've done, had many lifetimes doing this because when I look at a birth chart, it speaks to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it, it was a way for me to really shift my perspective on life in general or any of the struggles that I've had in life and to really, truly love everything about my life and, and to move forward in a way of, of pure and total acceptance of myself and this experience. Mm. Oh, what a deep exhale. I know. Right. I love I love this work. Ash, give people, let's talk like more broad real quick. Well, this is going to go live in the fall, yeah. fall 2019. You know, what do August, we have? Yeah, it'll, it'll land in August coming into fall. So what do we have coming up? What can we look forward to? Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, coming up. So what you can look forward to is taking a deep breath after, you know, a, a few months of a lot of inner work, a lot mm. of heavy kind of processing in August is going to, there's going to be a lightness to it. There's going to be planets starting to go direct, right? So Jupiter, for example, um, August 11th will go direct. That's been retrograde for about four months or so. And so there was a lot of like asking the question of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And then now when it's direct, it's like, okay, I've sat down and done the work of the why. Now let's take action. Like let's take the risk and Mm. let's go for it. Now that I feel truly connected to it, um, we're also going to have just energy, like planetary alignments and we're out of eclipse season and, and things are going to start to manifest because in July, having the solar eclipse on July 2nd and then the lunar eclipse on July 16th, there it's not just contained to that energy. Like there was a lot of stuff that came up, a lot of shifts that are happening. And August is now we start to move forward from that. We take action and same thing into September and October. So August, September, October would be the months to really put, you know, the work in and go for it. After everything you've been processing on an internal level, 
the past, you know, June, July time. So that would be, there's like a rebirth almost like that's what it feels like. There's like, okay, I'm coming out into the light and I'm ready to shine. And that's really, um, collectively the energy we're going to feel as, you know, we move into August, September and October. And we won't have Mercury retrograde again until it actually goes retrograde on, on Halloween this year. So, um, it's going to be, we won't have it for then, but until, (laughs) until that time, it's going to be a lot of forward movement. And so, you know, in eclipse season, a lot of people, there was a lot of internal shifts. And so it's making sure that you took the time to really listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. And, and now is the time to take action, you know, Mm -hmm. towards your goals and and everything that came up for you. Oh my goodness. So exciting. I mean, it's so exciting and it it just, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense for you, Jackie, when you look at your life for the last couple months. Yes. Oh my God. I mean, I say that like, I don't know, but like for me, for sure. Like I had moments where I was like, okay, we're in a timeout or something. I don't know what's happening, but it's, I, and then I continued to put myself in that timeout. So that's really helpful. And I'm really like giddy excited. I'm about to like start teaching yoga again regularly. And like, I'm ready to like step back into my power. And I really feel that. And, um, I'm excited for that. And it's cool too, to work with such a powerful woman with Jackie and be in collaboration because her power inspires me. And, and, you know, to even be talking with you, Ashley, for this, you know, time that we have, I feel so reinvigorated. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I just, it's one other thing is like we talked about earlier is taking a deep breath and realizing that we're all feeling Mm. like the same thing at the same time. And we're not alone um, especially during like, you know, July when everything was kind of felt a little heavy, realizing that you're not the only person. So like, if you're an entrepreneur, if all your stuff and you started to get really like disheartened that things weren't moving, like you wanted, <laughs> understand that everybody is going through the same thing. And so you wouldn't want somebody to sign up for something that wasn't in the right place, right? right. You want them to be in the right place and feel yes. good about it. And that's going to see that you're, it's come August people will start saying like, let's do this. Well, you know, um, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling empowered. I feel like you're talking to our souls. <laughs> totally. Well, one, <laughs> we need to be having this conversation regularly with Ashley. And I think on the podcast, I it's know. so We're helpful. Bring, you're bringing you back. We're bringing you back already. We love <laughs> it. I get so much. To I love ready. it. So natural too. Um, now how can people find you and what do you like? What do you offer? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So my website is ashleytracy.com and I have astrological readings. So the readings are typically about 90 minutes or so to two hours, depending upon how, you know, how in the groove, right? Well, sometimes you'll lose track of time. And then, um, so we do, I do personal readings. I do relationship readings. So those are readings where you look at relationships or partnerships of any kind, and they're pretty in depth. And then I have a Cosmic Soul uh, membership or community that each month that I actually help people and teach them how to understand the transits of like what's going on around you in relation to your own. So it's way better than a, just a, a general horoscope. It's like I'm teaching you how to kind of 
read your chart mm-hmm. in relation yeah. to the transits. It's I basically came up with that as this is what I do every day and I want to share it. And it's, you know, it's accessible and it's super inexpensive and I just want to share it with other people. And that's why I came up with it. But yeah, so that's ashleytracy.com and, and I love and I do workshops locally. I do online workshops and I live in Colorado and that's how um, that's how kind of you can find me. And hopefully I'll be on here again. We'll talk more astrology. You guys, she's so good to follow on Instagram. Ashley Tracy underscore soul underscore centered. I like drool when she pops up in our stories and then I forward it to Mary Beth and I'm like, did you see this? So very knowledgeable, (laughs) super resourceful. And you guys know Mary Beth and I, when we both find something we like, we kind of obsess over it. So we're so happy to share your magic with our crew, Ash, I'm so grateful you came on today. Absolutely. And we'll link to everything in the show notes, guys. So don't feel like you have to get every letter right as you type stuff out. So you'll just go to our website, scroll down, and you'll be able to access her website and Instagram if you didn't catch it the first time. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, so much. And I just want to say I'm grateful for everything you do and what you share with the world and just the light that you bring to me and I know you bring to other people. So thank you. Wow. Big smile. You're Thank you so much. All right, All right. you guys. Have the best day. Okay.